Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our faculty interview is with Dr. Christopher Von Rudin, an anthropologist and assistant professor in the Jepson School of Leadership Studies. Along with Dr. Adrian Yegi, an anthropologist at Emory University, Dr. Von Rudin is the co-author of Men's Status and Reproductive Success in 33 Non-Industrial Societies, Effects of Subsistence, Marriage System, and Reproductive Strategy, which was recently published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Chris, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Lucretia. Thanks for having me. Well, to start off our conversation, tell us about your research interest and what inspired you to write on this particular topic. So I'm, I'm very broadly interested in how hierarchies form in human societies um, and then how position in the hierarchy affects individuals' reproduction and health. Um, and then uh, where I do a lot of my work and where a lot of my, my interests uh, lie in terms of hierarchy, health and reproduction, um, are in small-scale human societies, societies where there are not a lot of formal institutions that shape hierarchy, uh, formal government, um, well, there's not a lot of material wealth for people to accrue, um, and in terms of health and reproduction, um, a lot of reproduction is what you'd call natural fertility, so access to, re to contraception is lower, um, there are larger family sizes. Uh, in terms of health, there's minimal access to health care in a lot of, still in a lot of traditional societies. Um, so those broadly are my re research interests. Um, and at a theoretical level, it's, I think, important to study hierarchy, health, and reproduction, particularly in small-scale societies, because most of the human experience, uh, in terms of the broad swath of human history and, uh, and evolutionary history, has been in, in small-scale societies, where our interactions were largely face-to-face, um, smaller group sizes, um, minimal access to healthcare, natural fertility. So what we learn about how hierarchies form in, in those kinds of contexts can tell us a lot about um, human evolution and how hierarchies work even in our complex um, modern industrial societies where you have layered on top of our sort of uh, uh, social incl inclinations and intuitions, these in government institutions, legal systems, etc. Fascinating. Well, thank you very much. Well, can you describe the main findings of your most recent article on men's status and reproductive success? So this, this was a meta-analysis. So basically what we did was we looked at, uh, in all the, the existing literature that looks at the relationship between um, men's social status, their position in, in the hierarchy uh, in, their, in their given society, uh, the relationship between men's social status and um, reproduction, number of offspring they produce, um, number of offspring that survive to adulthood, um, access to, to potential mates. Um, and the reason this is an, uh, an important question is that uh, there's a, a sense that in a lot of small-scale societies that are highly egalitarian, and these tend to be um, hunter-gatherers, that differences in status are, are suppressed in the interests of, of the group uh, and maintaining sort of group um, uh, sharing networks that can buffer risk of, of not producing enough food. Um, and so in a lot of these small-scale egalitarian societies, you have norms of humility and, and individuals that try and um, 
coerce others or act dominantly are put in their place. Um, so there's a sense that in a lot of small-scale Galatarian societies that might um, have characterized much of human evolution that there isn't much scope for gaining status. Um, and so that a lot of uh, men's status motivations in modern societies may have much to do with just their um, access to material wealth and that, that came about much more recently in, in human history with this rise and spread of agriculture. So what we want to do is look at all the published literature on status and reproduction in all kinds of, of non-industrial societies, both more egalitarian hunter-gatherers um, and societies also traditional but um, agricultural or horticultural or pastoral that might have access to more material wealth and ask, um, is it true that we see a larger effect of status on reproduction for men in, in um, non-foragers and non-hunter-gatherers where there's more material wealth around? Um, and uh, so that was our principal research question. And we just looked at all the published data on that and found basically that um, there wasn't a strong difference uh, in the relationship between status and reproduction comparing hunter-gatherers with other subsistence types, including agriculturalists, which was surprising. Mm -hmm. um, so it suggests that there's been a long evolutionary history of selection on status motivations and acquiring status. In evolutionary biology, the, the main currency is, is, is reproduction and, and the representation of your genes in subsequent generations. And it seems that even in small-scale egalitarian societies, status confers reproductive benefits, significant reproductive benefits. Um, so yeah, that was a main finding that we found interesting. Um, the other thing we found is that how does status translate into reproduction? It seems that um, while status has an, does tend to lower the mortality of men's offspring, it has a bigger effect on men's uh, mating opportunities and just the number of children they're producing in general. Um, so that has implications for why men pursue status. Um, it's not to say that men maybe don't have an interest in the welfare of their families, but that maybe they're better able to translate status into more higher fertility and mating opportunity than they are able to translate status into sort of better welfare for their families. Um, so that was another finding from the, the study. So did these findings stimulate more questions for you to study in the future? Yes, definitely. So the fact that we found an effect of status and reproduction as strong in the, the hunter-gatherers as in the other kinds of, of non-industrial societies um, just raises the question of, well, there there's must be just a lot of variance in effects of status and reproduction just within these kind of subsistence types. So there are some hunter-gatherers that do have access to more material wealth um, or have more sort of formalized leadership. Um, so it might be better in the future to look at those kinds of forces um, rather than subsistence ecology. Um, so that was, that's one sort of future direction that we might take. Um, okay, thank you. Well, how would you envision undergraduate students using the article for their study and research? So I think for students that are interested in human behavior in general, and maybe you know, status uh, and, and leadership in particular would find this of interest. So I'm actually going to use this article in one of my classes right now that I'm teaching in, in Jepson. I'm teaching an elective that has students 
ask why the diversity of human political systems from more egalitarian to more despotic um, political systems. Um, and uh, part of that class, we're, we're asking how, um, how reproduction changes across human societies. So this, this article will fit well into that class. Um, I look forward to, to reading it with students, talking about its implications. Um, and they can discover some of your research too. Yes. And our last question, how did library services support you in writing this article? Well, since this was a meta-analysis, so it was looking at a lot of existing studies, um, we relied heavily on uh, libraries at our respective institutions. First, I did some of the initial research at University of California in Santa Barbara, and uh, there, as well as here now at University of Richmond, that relied on um, interlibrary loan in getting access to some of the the studies that I used in the final uh, analysis, as well as my, my collaborator, Adrian Yegi. Um, so uh, yeah, the library was of tremendous importance and uh, library services in, in building our data set that we used in our analysis. Thank you, Dr. Von Ruden, for your conversation. Men's status and reproductive success in 33 non-industrial societies, effects of subsistence, marriage system, and reproductive strategy, is available through Boatwright Library and the UR Scholarship Repository.